Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. If you don't like swear words, today's episode is not for you. And I would pause it, I would turn the volume down, and I would maybe back out because today's episode is called Fuck Your Budget. And we're going to talk about the five reasons why your budget doesn't work and how to fix it. So let's dive right into why you should say fuck your budget. So I hear this all the time, right? I hear, oh my gosh, Chloe, like a budget doesn't work, or I always try to do a budget, and then halfway through the month, I say, screw it because I'm over, or I like try to do it, but it feels so restrictive, or I try to do it, but then I forgot about things, and so then it all, you know, went to hell, and it it doesn't work, and we want to throw your conventional idea of what a budget is out the window. I don't even like the word budget. I don't even, I'll say like budget hack, but I don't even use what I would call a, a budget. I call it a spend plan because a budget feels restrictive. A budget feels like, and maybe this is just you know, growing up and, and what I, like when I learned it, what, what I was taught and how I was taught to do it. But when I was taught to do a budget and when I kind of learned how to do a budget by some of the big old financial gurus out there, it was about what I can and cannot do. That's how it felt, right? I'm like, okay, I can only spend this. I cannot spend out of it. And the whole goal is to stick to a budget. That's the whole goal, right? Of like personal finance. The ultimate goal is to stick to a budget. Can we get like, I need like a buzzer like, no, the whole goal, your personal finance journey, your biggest goal should not be sticking to a budget. The goal is creating a spend plan, right? Which is literally just, I'm planning where my money goes that you can tweak as you go, that you can, that changes with you, that morphs with your priorities to where you know and are empowered with what to do with your money and with where is it, where it's going. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. So we're gonna dive into the five reasons why your budget doesn't work. And then I'm going to give you small things of how to, how to tweak this. And I will say, right, like your budget or your spend plan. Again, I say spend plan. It's the same thing as, um, a, a, it's not the same thing as a budget. It's similar to a budget, but you are instead planning where your money is going instead of creating like restriction of what you can and cannot do. But 
here's what I will say before we dive in. This month's masterclass is literally called Fuck Your Budget. And we're going to do a deep dive into all of the reasons why budgeting doesn't work for you. These are just going to scratch the surface in this episode. And we're going to show you the step-by-step way of how to implement and um, how to implement this spend plan, how to create a spend plan to where it never feels restrictive. It never feels like, oh, I can't do that. You always feel like, oh my gosh, I just know where my money is going. And you're also always hitting your money goals where you don't always feel like, oh my gosh, something always comes up or I can't stick to that. We're throwing that out the window. So this month's masterclass, um, again, it's a two-hour masterclass. If you want to just sign up for the masterclass, it's $37. If you want to sign up for the monthly subscription, it's $24 every month, but you get access to a new masterclass topic every single month. So go to the show notes, click on the link to sign up for the masterclass, because if you like this episode, you're going to want to be in the masterclass. Okay. Okay. So let's dive right into five reasons why your budget doesn't work and what to do about it. Okay, so we're going to kick it off with number one. You are relying on an app to fix things for you. One of the, one of the biggest questions, one of the most asked questions in an interview or in my DMs is, what's your favorite budgeting app? Uh, first of all, I don't really use a budgeting app at all. Um, I do to an extent. Um, I have a personal, um, like for for clients who have gone through Wealth Accelerator, we have a specific like online tool that I do use, but I use it as a guide. I don't have, um, I have a couple apps on my phone, but I use it more as a resource for tracking my net worth. Like it links all my accounts and will tell me my net worth um, or things like that. I really do not use an app for budgeting because I don't like to. (laughs) I don't like to. Um, And a lot of times when people tell me why the app doesn't work or like I tried this new app, but I just, it didn't work for me. Like I still couldn't do the budget. It has nothing to do with the app, right? I don't have one app that I think is superior to all other apps that will fix everything for you. Maybe I should make an app. Maybe I should do that. Um, But even if I did make an app and it was superior to all the other budgeting apps, it still would not fix the problems because likely the reason you're struggling with that budging app or just like you never stick to it or whatever isn't about the app and it's about the actual plan that you're creating. It's about the budget you're creating. So how do we, how do you start fixing this? The quick fix, again, in this episode, we're just doing quick fixes. If you want more in depth of like step-by-step-by-step of how to set this up for yourself, go check out the masterclass Um, because we don't have time to, the masterclass is about two hours. This is going to be about 20 minutes. So I have to squeeze things in here. So, okay. What is the quick fix for this? Start with a piece of paper and a pencil and your phone calculator and figure out where your money is going. Instead of trying to enter everything to an app and have things automated right away, first understand how it works with a piece of paper and a pencil. You don't necessarily need a fancy budgeting tool. It can be a great tool, but if it's not working for you, start with a piece of paper and a pencil or a basic spreadsheet or whatever makes sense to you. A lot of times when if I say spreadsheet, people are like, ah, spreadsheets, I'm not a spreadsheet girl. That's completely okay. Um, Start with a piece of paper and a pencil and your phone calculator and start figuring out how much you spend, um, 
previous in previous months so we can start creating a plan for next month. So reason number one is you're relying on an app to fix things for you and we don't want to do that. Reason number two why your budget doesn't work is you aren't being realistic. I will see this all the time where people say, oh my gosh, I've been spending too much. I'm only going to spend $50 shopping this month. And then one thing comes up and they spend $100 and then they're like, well, everything in the entire budget is screwed. Like everything's off and I can't fix it. I'll try again next month. And again, it's because you're not being realistic. And then next month rolls around and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't spend any money this month. My shopping budget is $20. And then you blow past that. And then bada bing, bada boom, you're back at square one being like budgets don't work. So how, what's a quick fix for this? Start by finding out how much you realistically spend per category per month. So for example, you might say, and I always challenge people, let's take shopping, for example, or eating out. Write down on a piece of paper what you think you spend per month. I think I spend, you know, $100 eating out or like grubhubbing or whatever per month, okay? Then you're gonna go back, open up your mobile banking or whatever you use, your credit card statement, whatever it is you're buying this on and go through you can have your phone calculator pulled up and every time you see Grubhub or every time you see takeout, add it up, add it up, add it up, add it up from, I don't know, take a month, August 1st through the 31st or 30th. I don't know what day August ended on and see what, um, how much you really spent. Because a lot of times, a lot of times it is like, in our heads, we think we spend 100, but actually we're spending 500 per month. So then when if we think we're spending 100 and we only want to spend 50, that's not that big of a jump. But if you're actually spending 500 trying to only spend 50, that's not realistic, right? It's not realistic and it sets you up for failure and it sets you up for restriction to go from spending 500 a month to spending $50. So once you figure out what you actually spend, let's say you actually spent 500 What is a more realistic goal that feels good for you? If you look at 500 and you're like, yep, that sounds good. That's where I want my money to go. You don't have to change it. The goal is not always to spend less. But if you look at that $500 and say, oh my gosh, I do not want to be spending that much. I would rather my money go somewhere else. I would instead like that to be $350. Okay, cool. That's a lot more realistic than $50. Let's set that be the goal for next month and see if you were able to hit that realist, more realistic goal and then go from there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I need a drink of my coconut water. Is anyone else just obsessed with coconut water like I am? I go to Costco and buy their like big containers and it's just like everything. Oh my gosh. I love it. I'm so, it just, and I drink it out of a wine glass so I can feel fancy and life is good. Okay. Um, reason number three why your budget sucks and doesn't work is you're making it boring. You are making it so freaking boring. Sometimes I look at people's budgets and I'm like, this sucks. Like I'm bored looking at this. And yes, I'm a seven on the Enneagram, which means boring is like the absolute worst emotion I could possibly have. And I want nothing to do with boring. And so a lot of times if you look at your budget and it's like, 
I can only do nothing. Yay. I can only go to work and come home and not go out to dinner with my friends because I need to save money. That sucks. That, that sucks so much. Um, for, for me, I prioritize going out to dinner with my friends and getting drinks. Like that's probably one of my top priorities when I'm creating a spend plan of where I want my money to go. I personally don't eat out. Like I don't order takeout when I'm by myself. Very rarely. Um, I do get Chipotle quite a bit if it's like a working lunch where I have meetings all day and I'm going to be in the office. But I don't really, I'm at home, order takeout by myself. I don't do that that often um, because I, you know, I get groceries or whatever. But I do prioritize getting takeout with my friends or going out to dinner with my friends because again, that those memories are everything to me. So that's where I, I prioritize my money flowing. So for me, if you handed me a budget that said I could not spend anything on takeout, I couldn't shop, I couldn't do this, like even saying that, I just feel like ugh, ugh, gross, get me out. I want nothing to do with that. That's not fun. Money gets to be fun. Um, it always reminds me of that TikTok that's like, if you're not spending your money, who will, <laughs> right? I don't know if you've seen that, but it's like one of my favorite TikToks. And it's so true. It's so true. Yes, we can invest and we can save and we can do all of these things, but you can also spend. Spending money is not bad. Spending money is not um, the enemy. So make sure the fix, the quick fix for this is make sure that you are creating the the spend plan that you actually want. That you want to be like, sweet, This if my money goes this way and follows all of these different categories, that'd be an awesome month, right? I love sitting down and planning things out and being like, okay, cool. I'm spending X amount of money for when my friends come and we go boating. I'm spending X amount of money on this weekend when I'm celebrating a friend's birthday. I'm spending X amount of money doing this. I'm spending X amount of money investing. I'm spending X amount of money on, um, I don't know, on vet bills or whatever else or rent or all of those things. When I look at that for the upcoming month, I'm like, heck yes. I'm so excited for this month. This looks so fun. If you're looking at your budget and thinking, oh, cool, so I have to say no to literally anything anyone asks me to do, that's boring, that sucks, and I wouldn't follow that either. Okay, reason number four that your budget sucks is you think that your budget has to stay the same every single month. This is also one of those things where I'm always so confused when people are like, oh my gosh, but my budget looks so different this month. I'm like, and? And okay, what a, like of course it does. My July looks very different from my February. Um, I live in the Midwest, and so in from the months of like actually November, it's like pretty cold, but you're like, oh, it's almost Christmas time, it's the holidays, yay! And then December, you're like, it can be cold, it's Christmas, and then it's snowing on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, and you're like, yay! January one hits, I'm like. Okay, I'm over it, right? January, so cold. February, so cold. March, still pretty cold. And those months are the worst. And I kind of become a hermit because leaving is just like, it's just like, oh, it's snowy. You can't walk, whatever. Um, 
And so I don't do, I'm not with my friends all the time. Um, if anything, if, you know, I will still hang out with my friends, but it's like a low key, like potluck dinner where everybody brings something over instead of like, Hey, let's, you know, have kind of like a three day bender of like day drinking and then going out and then a classic brunch rollover and then this and that, right? That's my summer vibe. That's my summer vibe is doing everything I can with my friends at all times. (laughs) And that's not totally my winter vibe. So needless to say, my July looks very different than my February. My July fun, you know, categories of spending is a lot bigger than my February categories of spending normally. And that's completely fine. My December spend plan looks very different from any other month because it's Christmas and I love, um, I celebrate Christmas. I love buying gifts. Um, and I'm also, you know, traveling home and, you know, maybe you're at a corporate job. And so you're doing a bunch of like, what are those things called? Like secret Santas and like elf thingies and whatever. And so you're spending extra money for that. It's okay that every month looks different. So what is the fix? Okay. The fix is that you can start with this skeleton budget of what is this, what is going to be the same every single month, no matter what, because there will be things, right? Like rent, you'll have rent every single month, unless like you're moving or you're at, you know, you're like, I don't know, I don't know, whatever, but like likely you have some sort of rent every single month. Likely if you have, um, if you have a car loan, you're going to have a car payment every month. If you have a credit card, if you have credit card debt, you're going to have the credit card minimum payment. What are the things that are going to stay the same? So then we will write that down. We'll write down, this is my skeleton budget that like, no matter what, it stays the same. Then you can add like, okay, I'm going into next month. I'm going into October. I have my skeleton budget. I know all those things are going to happen. And then I'm going to add all the things that are directly related to October. What am I doing on the weekends? If I don't know what I'm doing, that's okay. What can I guesstimate that I will spend if I um, choose to do something with my friends or if I choose to go somewhere? We can estimate what that looks like and add it to that skeleton budget. And lastly, reason number five why your budget sucks is that you are relying on willpower to stick to it. You are relying on willpower to stick to it. One of the things I've learned is that I don't love willpower. <laughs> Maybe I just have weak willpower. I don't know. But if if I set a huge bowl of M&Ms on my counter for decor and I say, Chloe, just don't eat those. I will eat those until they're gone. I love M&Ms. And um, I will also then not feel good because I am dairy free. And so I will, my stomach will hurt. But it, because me setting them on the counter and saying, Chloe, don't do that. Relying on willpower to not do that. It, it doesn't work for me. It literally does not work for me, which is why I don't rely on willpower. I don't rely on willpower of like, I need to do this or I have to do this. So how can we fix it? How can we fix it? So one of the quick fixes for this is have use the future me formula. I've talked about this before, but um, this is what we use in our programs um, in Wealth Accelerator, for example, is we talk about this idea called future me formula, which is the day you get paid, the day you get paid, instead of saying, okay, I'm going to spend 
all this stuff that I've planned in my budget or spend plan. And then at the end, I hope whatever's left over, I hope there's some left over, I'll just put that toward my goal. I'll put that toward savings or debt or investing or whatever. Instead, we're going to use the future me formula, which says I'm going to figure out how much I want this month for spending, for rent, for all those things. And then whatever is left over, let's say it's $300 on the first of the month or whenever you get paid, immediately I'm going to take that $300 and put it towards my goal. I'm going to put it toward debt. I'm going to put it toward my emergency fund. I'm going to put it toward um, investing, whatever that looks like. So on the first of the month or whenever you get paid, the goal's already hit. You don't have to rely on willpower to hit your goal throughout the month, but it's already done. It's already done and you've already completed that. And so then again, the rest of the money in your checking account or whatever is for spending in the categories that you've already aligned once you've created that that spend plan. So again, we're creating a spend plan that you want to follow and throwing out the budget that feels restrictive. Okay, and we're going to do this in every single area of your budget. We are saying, get out of here. You don't belong here. You are boring and not fun. The only people welcome here are fun people that are not boring. And that is a spend plan. And so we're going to bring in this spend plan and figure out where we want our money to flow to. And again, our money should be flowing towards the things we care about, the things we want to prioritize. And when our money's doing that, that feels so good that we don't have to say, I can or cannot do this. Because again, we're choosing things based on our priorities. We're changing things and and letting things move around as we go, which really creates this container of change, right? This container of it's okay to change my mind. It's okay that I said I was going to spend $300 on this and I spent $400 because I, I can move some other things around because my priorities shifted and your priorities are allowed to shift. And that's the biggest thing is you are not just made to work really hard and then create a strict budget and like you have to stick to that no matter what. That isn't how it's supposed to be. It gets to feel really fun you get to be able to spend money in ways that matter to you while also being able to hit your goals. Whew, man, that feels so good. So again, remember, if this is something where you're like, damn, I have been making some of these mistakes, I cannot recommend enough. Go sign up for the Fuck Your Budget Masterclass. It's gonna be so good and we're gonna show you from start to finish how to set this up and facilitate this so you can start not only hitting your goals but not feel restricted by a budget that just ends up failing every single month. So again, thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast and we will see you back next week. 